1: TMP number fifteen, sponsored by Eweb Computers.
0: Welcome to the Taylor Merrick Podcast, the three in one podcast on finances. Business. and technology. Podcasting to you from the studios of taylormerrick.com, located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Here's your host, Taylor
1: Merrick back to episode 15 in the Taylor Merrick podcast. This podcast is brought to you by eWeb Computers and I will be talking about them more later but if you would like to subscribe to this feed or to this podcast simply go out to taylormerrick.com click on the podcast link and from there you can Listen to it in iTunes, you can listen to it in Podcast Pickle, you can listen to it in PodTrack Player, you can listen to it live right on the site. Choices choice is yours where you want to listen to it. As always, questions, comments, or topic ideas can be sent to one eight six tmp 2860 If you have any question at all pertaining to finances, business, or technology, call that toll-free line. Or you can email me, Taylor at TaylorMerrick dot com. Today's episode will be about liabilities for finances. The only way I could get organized for business and Intel quad core chips for technology. So to get started in finances, what is a liability, anyways? Well, a liability is anything that takes money out of your pocket. Easy saying you can use to remember this is liabilities eat me and you'll find out about the other half of it later but liabilities eat you they cost you money out of your pocket examples of some liabilities could be mortgage your car your credit card and loans whatever you might have that's the liability that you have to pay every month and what you wanna do is you wanna work it down the point that you have virtually no liabilities if you just can't do a out a couple of liabilities that's okay but be sure that it's down enough that it isn't as risky so if some emergency happens that you all of a sudden can't pay off this liability if it's your car loan for example but try to pay off your liabilities as soon as possible just another good way to save yourself from many hardships in the future and the good habit too because you don't want a lot of liabilities gathered up. Because that could come back to eat you in the end. Well, what are some good liabilities and bad liabilities? Well, I think a lot of us know about bad liabilities. You can think of some off the top of your head. You know a mortgage is a bad liability, car loan, school loan, credit card, and other loans that you might have. Those are some examples of bad liabilities. I can't think of any Good liabilities is off the top of my head. If you have any suggestions or ideas of what you think a good liability might be, call toll-free 1-866-TMP-2860, and I will let everybody know. But what you want to do is work down bad liabilities as much as possible, and you'll have a lot easier life. That way, a life without hardships, well, a majority of hardships in the financial area, but if something happens, uh, your credit card company, and your car company, and your mortgage, your bank, and your school all want your money and you can't pay them. And it'll save you a lot of hardship and end if you can reduce bad liabilities. And reduce them to the point that if something happens, they won't eat you. And that will wrap it up for finances. Before we get into business, you might be wondering, what is E-Web Computers. Well, eWeb Computers LLC is a website design and hosting company, and I use them for my hosting and my website, and their services are phenomenal, and their product offering is great. Now, why would I say that? Well, what you do is for the meeting is they'll ask you a series of questions. For example, what is your favorite website, and why? and how do your customers view your website and how do you view your website and how you want it to look and they'll ask all these bunch of questions and they'll come down to a a place where they'll merge everything together and put it in one website that everybody likes and you could say it basically brands your company I'm sure if you see an ad for Target and you go to the Target.com website it looks the same same thing with Best Buy looks the same same thing with Circuit City. It looks the same. That's exactly what eWeb Computers does. Looks the same and it feels the same to everybody. Spacewise is great. They are the only company that uh, I know of that allows you room to expand. You start your office about two gigabytes of space, which is absolutely massive. And for bandwidth they provide you fifty gigabytes of bandwidth a month, that's absolutely huge. As far as I know, not a lot of other companies have that. And eWeb Computers is providing it for a very affordable price. If you're a podcaster, eWeb Computers is coming out with a service offering for podcasters to set you up and get you started in the realm of podcasting. Even if not, eWeb Computers is a very affordable price professional quality custom website made for you. Space is amazing. Again, bandwidth is amazing. And the speed of which the website loads is amazing. Server uptime is 99.9%. You can find out more about eWebComputers by going to www.e-webcomputers.com That's the letter E dash webcomputers dot com. Click on the presentation link and you can find out more about eWeb computers. And as a matter of fact, if you mention that you are a listener of the Taylor Merrick podcast, they will automatically set you up for one month's free hosting. You get a website through them. But I encourage you to head on oh, eWeb computers. Only the best. Okay, now back to the business portion of the podcast. For business it is the only way I could get myself organized. And if you have How I Raised Myself from Failure to Success in Selling by Frank Betcher. I'd encourage you to turn to chapter four as we'll be starting through that. Starting in the book, not long after I began keeping records, I discovered that I was one of the world's poorest self-organizers. I had set a goal of 2,000 calls for the year at the rate of 40 a week, but I soon got so hopelessly behind that I was ashamed to put down any records. My intentions were good. I kept making new resolutions but they never lasted very long. I just couldn't get organized. Finally, I got it through my head that I must take more time for planning. It's easy to throw 40 or 50 prospect cards together and think I was prepared. That didn't take much time. But to go back over records, study each call carefully, plan exactly what I would say to each person, prepare proposals, write letters, and then make out a schedule Ranging each day's calls, Monday through Friday, in the proper order, required four to five solid hours of the most intensive kind of work. So I set aside Saturday morning and called it Self-Organization Day. Did this plan help me? Listen. Each Monday morning when I started out, instead of having to drive myself to make calls, I walked in to see men with confidence and enthusiasm. I was eager and anxious to see them because I had thought about them, studied their situation, and had some ideas I believed might be of value to them. At the end of the week, instead of feeling exhausted and discouraged, I actually felt exhilarated on fire with the excitement that next week, I could do even better. After a few years, I was able to move my self-organization day up to Friday morning, then knock off the rest of the week, forgetting business entirely until Monday morning. It's surprising how much I can get done when I take enough time for planning, and it's perfectly amazing how little I get done without it. I prefer to work on a tight schedule four and a half days a week, and get somewhere than be working all the time and never get anywhere. I read that Henry L. Doherty, great industrialist, said, I can hire men to do everything but two things, think and do things in order of their importance. That was my trouble precisely. However, after solving that problem each week for so many years, I believe the real answer is simply this, take enough time to think and plan. Yes, I can hear you say, that's not for me. I can't do that sort of thing, live on a schedule, Well, I've got good news for you. You're already living on a schedule. And if it's not a planned one, it's probably a poor one. Let me give you an example. Several years ago, a young man came to me for advice. He had graduated with high honors from one of our oldest and finest colleges and had gone into selling with a lot of promise. Now, after two years, he was badly discouraged. He said, Mr. Betcher, tell me frankly, do you think I'm cut out to be a salesman? No, Ed, I replied. I don't think you're cut out to be a salesman. His face dropped, but I continued, I don't think anybody is cut out to be a salesman or anything else. I think we've got to cut ourselves out to be whatever we want to be. I don't understand, said Ed. I always seem to be busy and working. Why, I don't have time to go buy myself a necktie. If I could just get organized. Now, I happen to know that this young fellow was a late starter. So I said, Ed, why don't you join the six o'clock club? The six o'clock club, he asked, what's that? A number of years ago, I explained, I read that Ben Franklin said that only a few men live to old age, and fewer still ever become successful who are not early risers. So I set my alarm clock an hour and a half earlier in the morning, an hour of that time I used for reading and study. Of course, I found myself going to bed earlier, but I thrived on it. That day, Ed agreed to buy an alarm clock and join the 6 o'clock club. He set aside Saturday morning for self-organization day. Soon his troubles were behind him and Ed was selling successfully. Only four years later, he was appointed manager of a large eastern territory by one of the great industrial companies. Not long ago, I interviewed one of the executives of the International Business Machines Corporation, a company which holds one of the highest rankings in the world for sales training methods. I asked them how important they consider their weekly worksheet. He said, Mr. Betcher, we furnish our salesmen with certain tools which we know are essential to their success. Our number one tool is the weekly worksheet, which must be completed by the salesman, giving the names of all the people they plan to see during the coming week, and a copy must be turned over to us in advance of each week's work. Do you enforce this rule in all the 79 countries in which you operate, I asked? Absolutely, he replied. What would happen if, I asked, if a salesman refused to use this number one tool? It wouldn't happen but if it did, the salesmen couldn't work for us." Those were his exact words. Most of the successful men I've met are absolutely ruthless with their time. For example, Lawrence Doolin, one of the officials of the Fidelity Mutual Life Insurance Company of Philadelphia, told me the other day about an experience he had recently. Larry called their Altoona, Pennsylvania manager, Richard W. Campbell, on the telephone one night and said, "'Dick, I'm starting on a Western trip next week "'to visit several of our agencies. Monday I'll be in Harrisburg, and Tuesday I'd like to spend in Altoona with you. Dick replied, Larry, I'm anxious to see you, but it would be impossible for me to see you before next Friday afternoon. The following Friday, as the two men sat down together at lunch, Larry began, Were you away all week, Dick? No, answered Dick. I've been around all week. Surprised, Larry said, Do you mean to say you were here in Altoona on Tuesday? Yes, smiled Dick. With considerable feeling of resentment, Larry said, Dick, do you realize what you made me do? You made me retrace my steps all the way from Cincinnati. Tonight I must go back again and from there to Detroit. Dick Campbell then explained, Listen, Larry, before you phoned me, I had spent five hours last Friday morning planning this entire week. Tuesday was one of the biggest days. Several appointments had already been arranged. To have spent Tuesday with you would have interrupted my whole week's schedule. Please don't feel offended, Larry. If it had been E.A. Roberts, the president of the company, I'd have done the same thing. Whatever success I've had in this business has been due to the fact that I refuse to allow anything or anybody to interfere with the schedule of the week, which I devote every Friday to preparing. Larry Doolin said to me, Frank, when I first heard this, I was shocked, but I didn't let myself get angry. I quickly realized that here was the real secret of Dick Campbell's phenomenal rise to success. Larry told me that when he got on the train that night, he was fired with new enthusiasm. Since that time, he has been telling this story to salesmen all over the country. Back in 1926, I spent most of the summer on Eaton's Dude Ranch, located in the foothills of the Bighorn Mountains near Sheridan, Wyoming. Mary Roberts Reinhardt author of more than 50 novels and one of the highest paid writers in America, made her summer home there. I asked Mrs. Reinhardt how she happened to become a writer. Here are her own words. I always thought I could learn to write, if I just had the time, but I had three small sons and my husband to look after, also my mother, who for several years was a helpless invalid. Then, during a financial panic, we lost everything. I was driven frantic by debts. I made up my mind I was going to earn some money by writing, so I made up a schedule, planning every hour of the week in advance certain periods during the day, and the an evening after I got to children off to bed, while Dr. Reinhardt was out making calls, I set aside for writing. I asked Mrs. Reinhardt if working on such a tight schedule didn't wear her down. On the contrary, she smiled, my life took on a new zest. Mary Roberts Reinhardt didn't know how much she inspired me. After I returned home, I did a far better job than I had ever done before of managing Frank Betcher and his time. I ran across a poem years ago by Douglas Malach. I cut it out and put it in my scrapbook. I read it and reread it until I knew it by heart. It did something for me. Maybe it will do something for you. Here it is. There might be nothing wrong with you—the way you live, the work you do—but I can very plainly see exactly what is wrong with me. It isn't that I'm indolent or dodging dirty by intent. I work as hard as anyone, and yet I get so little done. The morning goes, the noon is here, before I know the night is near and all around me I regret are things I haven't finished yet. If I could just get organized, I oftentimes have realized that all that matters is the man, the man must also have a plan. With you there may be nothing wrong, but here's my trouble right along. I do the things that don't amount to very much of no account. And that really seems important, though, and let a lot of matters go. I nibble this, I nibble that, but I never finish what I'm at. I work as hard as anyone, and yet I get so little done that I do so much you'd be surprised if I could just get organized. From the book, How I Raised Myself From Failure to Success in Selling. I'd encourage you too to start on the schedule. Start scheduling if you haven't done already. And I'd also like to know how you're doing on the Smile Challenge. Drop a call by calling toll free one eight six six TMP or you can email me using the contact form on the website TaylorMerrick.com. just click on contact me and you could let me know how you're doing on that that will wrap it up for business as for technology I don't know how many of you know this yet but Intel is coming out with quad core chips you might be wondering what's a quad core chip and for those of you technology geeks you might know what a quad core chip might be already the quad-core chip is you might have heard of the core 2 duo just recently come out while well, intel is just starting a line of intel quad core chips as basically taking four cpus or and shoving them all together you know the core 2 duo basically take that and then like slap another one together and squish it down and you got a quad core chip it goes four times as fast as a regular single chip and it goes twice as fast as a core 2 does and you can go see Intel for more information about that but I thought I'd just announce it to those of you who are listening that Intel is now offering Intel quad core chips four chips in one as quadruple the power if you're using one chip and twice the power if you're using core 2 chips and that will wrap it up for technology I'd like to thank every one of you for Taking the time to listen to episode 15 in Taylor Merrick podcast, sponsored by eWebComputers LLC. Go to eWebComputers.com for all your website technology and hosting needs. If you have any comments, questions, or ideas, 1 866 TMP 2860. I'm Taylor Merrick, and I'll see you next week.